Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, friends and family? Today we're coming to you from Acts 16. And uh, it took a while to talk about this chapter after we had read it because there are so many helpful spirit-led words here yeah there really are it's a lot going on with paul and silas with oh my goodness so we'll 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 kind of share what stuck out from us um but as you guys read the chapter you're going to discover that for yourself that's mm-hmm. just jam-packed for sure like right off the bat for me the first couple of verses read paul came to derby and then to lystra where a disciple named timothy lived whose mother was jewish and a believer whose father was a Greek. And what's interesting right there is that God seems that God chooses Timothy intentionally because Timothy has a foot in the Jewish world and is probably familiar with Jewish customs and Jewish teaching to some extent. And Mm -hmm. his father's a Greek. And so he's got a foot in the Greek culture. And what God is doing right now is God is reuniting or uniting for the first time, really, spiritually, these two worlds. Mm -hmm. And he picks Timothy out because Timothy is going to be able to uh, kind of roll with both groups of people to some extent. Right. And so I just celebrate today. I'm thinking through what is that like for us in 2022 Los Angeles and why we don't really have food or dietary restrictions that divide people. Language is probably the biggest barrier for us right now. Sure. In, in our day and time and place. And I just think of like our neighbors, Mariano and Stella Ashende. They have uh, kids, Destiny and Ryder, and how they're bilingual and how they are full time Spanish ministry and also helping out in English ministry. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm talking to Destiny on the way to school and, you know, how are you? What did you eat? And she will sometimes speak to me in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what an incredible gift. And I think of, you know, Pastor Ken, who I think is probably the age of a six-year-old now speaking in Spanish, and how he every day (laughs) diligently will take, you know, a half hour or whatever it is, and he is studying Spanish for the the sake of the gospel, for the sake of of connecting and uniting, like, really two different cultures. And so, like, Bobby and I talk about this. We're we're really adamant for our children um, that they also would be able to learn multiple languages and how that just frees you up to connect and communicate and at the end of the day, speak about Jesus to so many people. And I just celebrate like, wow, God chose Timothy. He knew that. Yeah. For that purpose. purpose. Yeah. yeah. It's no longer a barrier. It's a bridge then. I think there's some uh, two cents about that. I love when Uncle Pastor Ken talks about that um, because you see, you know, a taller white male come up to you, but he's speaking maybe in a dialect that you understand. And instantly there's like a curiosity in that. Like, yes. wait a second. Like you're... You're trying to meet me halfway in this. And so it's almost, it's almost like it's another weapon to in his tool. Like you can't get away from me now because like I will give you this invite card to church because I'm speaking. Anyway, so I just love that too. It just shows like your heart and your, you know, desire to be, like you said, a, a bridge instead of a barrier. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And so Bobby, the next couple of wow. verses kind of stood out to you seven through 10 you're speaking about kind of visions and also the importance of listening and not only listening, but also acting. Yeah, it just seems like that is a common theme in the book of Acts where the Holy Spirit's just 
moving and working in small ways and large ways. Um, like we were reading about a jailbreak again, but jailbreak. you know, this is a vision and yeah, really, I, I would just encourage to listen and to be obedient, which is, you see that in the old Testament also just kind of like a huge biblical theme. I feel like the Lord was kind of encouraging me and right away in, um, verse nine and 10, you read about Paul having this vision. I'll just read it. Uh, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Anyway, so we, we've talked about this before. Do we believe that God um, can still do this, give visions and dreams, and um, that he works through the body, through other people? 100% totally. Um, you know, sometimes it's just your prefrontal cortex trying to make sense of your day while you're sure. dreaming, you know. But, uh, I mean, 100% through the Bible and in the text, when we just read, you know, um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, with all of your strength. Like that's something that's like, okay, let me listen to that and now go do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like we know that that's from the Lord. So let's do that. Yeah. And the Acts, the book of Acts specifically, um, that verse and then a verse at the end too, um, we'll get there, but just popped yeah. up to me about listening and the, and the significance of that and then being obedient. Yeah. What encourages me at this point in the chapter is it seems that Paul and his, the other Christians were pretty bent on getting to Asia. And it just wasn't happening. Right. And so you and I would call that a closed door. Mm-hmm. Like whether you are applying for a job or you're hopeful for some kind of relationship or you're wanting to purchase something and it's just not happening for mm-hmm. whatever reason, mm-hmm. it appears it's that God opens doors and closes doors with great intentionality. And so I celebrate that because sometimes we're praying for guidance and God, would you lead us and guide mm-hmm. us? And sometimes a closed door is in fact an answer. That yeah. just means look elsewhere or keep moving. And as you go along your journey of life, there still might be a point in time where that wasn't a permanent no. It's just a not yet. Because eventually Paul does get to Asia. They preach the gospel there. And so, Mm. God, thank you for closed doors that uh, you kind of force our hand at times to keep moving along. Um, As they do that, I really like verse 14 as they're going to Philippi. Okay. Uh, Verse 14 is when they're preaching the gospel and they come to... uh, Someone in Thyatira, a woman named Lydia, she was a dealer in purple cloth. And verse 14 says, she was a worshiper of God. Mm -hmm. And the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. And why Mm -hmm. that verse is so significant for me is because I do believe that it reveals some that should help us understand our our theology of of the Spirit and our theology even of salvation. Just like Joaquin and I talked about in the studio on Monday it's bizarre to watch them preach the gospel in chapter 14 and everyone to like appear to believe. And then the Jewish leaders come and convince them of other things. And they go from, we love you, Paul, to we're going to kill yeah. you, Paul. <laughs> and then later on, they go to the next town. And sure enough, they convince them of the gospel, their brains at least. Mm. And then the other people come and rouse up the crowd and everyone's mad and we're going to kill you now. And so it's not enough to convince a mind. You have mm. to pray that God would captivate the heart. And that's what verse 14 is getting at. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. And so if you have somebody in your life that is not following Jesus yet, this should be our prayers. God, would you open their heart to respond to the gospel? Hmm. Like, don't just convince their brain. 
capture their heart. Get a hold of it, Lord. Hmm. And would you have your way with it? Because my brain, you know, we're convinced and we're growing and we're learning. And what we learned, you know, about one thing on Monday might be different on Friday based upon, you know, yeah. math and science and history and economics and whatever else. Yeah. It's like when it comes to spiritual realities, Lord, please just capture their heart because that's what we need. Mm-hmm. I think that just gives me anyway a lot of freedom in praying just just like it's not my job to convince you because we get in these you know head spaces where it's kind of we kind of go right to apologetics where it's like this is important stuff to know to be able to mm-hmm. defend defend your faith and and why you believe it and what um and so I'm, i don't, I don't want to let that go but i just want to hold that in one hand and then in the other hand at the same time be praying but god only you can open their hearts like lydia yeah. and so would you do that you know, in my kids' lives, um, with you guys, with our ERC family, with people that we don't even know yet. Yeah. But, you know, and he does. He's so faithful it, to do that. And like you said, like Paul obviously studied the scriptures. He was able to communicate the gospel clearly. And so the apologetic side of things, like you said, Bobby, is in fact one hand where totally. we do need to be able to communicate our faith yep. and be able to give uh, answers with conviction as to what we sure. believe and why. And then at the same time, allow the, the the freedom that comes from the Spirit, knowing that this person's salvation is not in my hands. Yeah, I can't I can't ruin them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So that's always comforting. <laughs> <laughs> that's important. Yeah, it that's is. a good little tidbit. So Paul and Silas in prison, moving along. Yeah, what else was sticking out to you? Um, it was interesting to me is in verse nineteen. Money is inherently not evil, but how often money is connected to evil. Yeah. Right. And how these people are mad because Paul kicked out a demon out of this girl and Mm -hmm. these fortune tellers or whatever, realizing uh, their hope in making money was gone. And so they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them to the marketplace. Mm. How there's often a connection there. Not Mm -hmm. always, but often. Mm. And then, Bobby, you're talking about verse 25. They're in jail. They've been beaten, stripped. It's in the dark of night, and what are these guys doing? Yeah, verse 25 says that about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. So that, again, this the theme of listening is what kind of stuck out to me over this chapter and being obedient, but um, you don't know who is listening. We really don't. And so even to this podcast, like we Mm -hmm. we don't know. We (laughs) Some of you come up and, and tell us, and so... What a gift that is to hear how God's using the scriptures and the podcast to speak to you. But otherwise, we don't know. And so that was just an encouragement to me. I mean, you talk about tough circumstance. You're in jail. It's midnight. And, and even just the the praying and singing. I mean, people are listening. It's one of those things like, well, I'm not the best singer. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't feel like this. I'm in jail. No, 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 no. This is an opportunity, you know, that God has placed them in these circumstances and that he's working for the good here. And, and who could be listening? We continue the verses and we read about how the jailer woke up um, when, you know, the earthquake happened, the doors opened, the jailer woke up. And so there's this story about the jailer and his household being converted. But who knows who other, you know, prisoners or other um, officers or guards that were there that overheard Man, these guys are continuing yeah. to sing. We could this be in heaven midnight. someday and be like, "Yo, man, what's your story?" They're like, "I'm not sure how I got here. Um, I was in jail, and some guy kept singing about this Jesus, so <laughs> I, I kind of believed in him, and then he died, and here I am." You're like, "All right, cool." Uh, 
so just the significance of understanding that. And so, I mean, right away in my context, I think about my, my little children and how they're listening, Bobby. You know, they're listening when I'm on the phone. They're listening when I'm talking to other adults. I, half the time they're listening when I'm actually looking at them in the eye. But, but uh, just the significance of that and, uh, and what I'm saying, despite my circumstance, mm-hmm. uh, kind of stuck out to yeah. me. And Oh, go ahead. Here we go. I was going to wrap it up. Verse 29. I know. Please do. Okay. Uh, I like how (laughs) this chapter ends where essentially the jailer is realizing I'm going to get in big trouble here. And Mm -hmm. he cries out, what am I supposed to do to be saved? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the the answer is always just believe. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, his death and his resurrection, Mm -hmm. his promise to come again. And after that, then the jailer brings them home. Everybody, uh, it appears, believes and is baptized, and his whole household comes to faith. And so it's important to note that the jailer's faith didn't save his his servant. It, mm-hmm. it appears that the servant who is in the jailer's household listened, repented, and believed. And then again, they're all baptized, and this mm-hmm. baptism is a sign pointing to the work of the Holy Spirit in the heart. And mm-hmm. so what a beautiful gift that is. I'm glad we get to celebrate that often at church. So, hey, you're listening to this. If you're listening to it actually when it's released, it's Wednesday. A side note. Apologies for last week, everybody. We sat down to record the podcast, and we had a little window with kids and school and whatever else, and I definitely recorded the wrong dates. And so you listen to the podcast. That was off a day, and then Fridays we had to send the push notification to let you know it's coming out actually on Saturday. Thanks for being flexible. Thanks for being flexible. Um, But this is the right day. This is what you should be reading today. (laughs) And last but not least, we have prayer, healing, worship tonight at the, the church and uh, as always, if you want to receive prayer, we have prayer ministers there. We have the praying and art and color section. That is awesome, and it's so fun to be able to do something creative while you sing and worship. And then it's a come and go as you please. So come check it out, head out, but know we're here for you, all right? So thanks for listening. Dive into the Word. You read it, you write it, you pray it, you share it. Act 16. God bless you. I'll talk to you on Friday. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.